Hey guys, welcome to Marcy's Playground, where you get raw, uncut, uncensored stories, opinions, everything, anything. Hey guys, I know it's been a minute. Well, it hasn't been that long since my last one, but to give you guys a full one, it's been a while, you know. Um, I decided to go ahead and do one right now since everything's still fresh in my mind about what I need to talk to you guys about. Okay, so... I don't know if I've ever shared with you guys that my son had was dating this girl um, a few months back. Well, almost like, uh, like almost like six months ago or five months ago. I don't know. Something like that. So anyways, so I think I instilled a bad trait in all my kids where they want to help everybody out. And... Now, as an adult, I'm learning that that's a really bad thing to do, only because some people don't know how to accept it. Well, like, not accept it, but, like, be grateful and actually just, you know, be, like, humble about it and and just be like, okay, well, thank you for giving me the stepping stones. I'm going to go ahead and use that for me, you know? And you just get people being selfish and... I think we've experienced a lot of that, and it kind of gets on my nerves that we experience shit like that, but, I mean, what else do you really expect from other people, seriously? It's just really freaking ridiculous. But anyways, so, this girl, we'll call her D, okay? Because that's not her name, but we'll just call her that. I'm so sorry. I always yawn when I'm on here. <laughs> Honestly, like, yesterday was a crazy-ass day, and I will tell you guys that after I finish telling you guys this story. Okay, anyways, so she was, so my son met her on a fucking app. I think it was, I don't think it was Tinder. I think it was something else. And, um, and yeah, because, like, that's what, the fact he was meeting his friends with benefits. But my, my son doesn't even know how to be friends with benefits because he's more like he catches feelings, you know, or he lets the girls blur the lines with him about like catching feelings or whatever it is. But anywho, um, yeah, so he um he went ahead and, and got with this girl and she was supposed to be like just like friends with benefits, but you know, that didn't happen, he ended up being with her, and then, okay, so then, he was being with her and stuff, and then, um, she, she just, she was really toxic, I got her job at my job, I was working in housekeeping, um, she was doing okay, not the greatest cleaner, but she was doing whatever, and then I, dummy me, wanted to still help her and be able to, you know, our boss get a hold of her. And she, she gave me a sob ass story. Like, oh, my phone's only on Wi-Fi. I can't get a hold of, you know, our boss. But we, we all needed to get a hold of our bosses. And um, just instead of letting her do it on her own, I added her on my phone line. Because it was, at first it was just me on my phone line. And then I added my, um, I added her. And then I got upset with with my family, whatever. And then I told my kids and my husband, I was like, 
do you guys just want to be on my phone plan because your mom won't allow us to pay the phone and I don't want her worrying about that and they're just like yeah and then not only that but like I think because the phone lines were established in California that it was hard like I don't know because they have team they had T-Mobile and um and a lot of the areas out here it was getting, getting cut off so I don't know if their satellite their satellite towers are not that strong or what but we were having a lot of problems with their phones because I couldn't get hold of my son or my daughter or sometimes like I couldn't get hold of my husband because his phone service wasn't working right and he was a hair at home so it wasn't like you know he was he was like out of the range or whatever and so yeah so I switched them all into my account after I switched I had gave her a line and like I'm not gonna talk bad but one thing good about her was the fact that she would pay her phone bill like I would like hit her up like hey um the phone bill's coming up like do you have it now or are you gonna wait till it gets closer or whatever and she'd be like okay like I have it right now and I was like okay cool like thank you you know or you know and I'll just go pick it up but when she was still with my son, you know, it was easier. It was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. I knew exactly when she got paid because we both got paid at the same time and everything. I'm so sorry for yearning. <laughs> but, yeah. So then that happened. And what I didn't like about her was that she would, like, try to put hands on my kid. Like, I'm sorry, but, um, no. I don't fucking think so. And, um... And my, my son's not the type to put hands back. That's why he has a mama and a sister. An old, you know, um, 11 month younger sister than him. Because he's the oldest of four. So, and then there's two little ones. But I mean, he got his mama by his side. You know, his mom and his sister by his side. Like, I don't think so. We'll handle shit. And I do not promote violence, guys. I don't. I just, that's just the way I've always been raised. You know, like no but anyways um so yeah so she she was just being really toxic my husband didn't like it i didn't like it and then um when she told me laughing that she had busted his lip because she had backhanded him i was pissed guys i was like we had to have a family meeting and we sat her out and we're like nick it you don't want mama bear be coming out because if you do girlfriend like it's gonna be fucking bad and she she understood that she respected that um when my son finally broke up with her he had packed all her stuff because she had some stuff here and she was a crying mess and she was like you knew by the whole time i was like yeah I go, but that's not my place to, to tell you you know like that was his doing like he needed to tell you and he needed to let you know, like, what's up? I go, that wasn't me to, to tell you nothing. And she was really hurt. I felt so bad. But my son had to do it for himself. Okay, so then he meets this new girlfriend. And everything mm, is all right. But, you know, like, everybody has their own issues, whatever. And she had to go away for a weekend to go handle some shit that she had to, um, you know, finish off or whatever. And, yeah, so that happened, and then um, he thought she was cheating on him, 
you know, like, petty shit, like, blah, 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 you know, and, and he couldn't get hold of her because, like, she had to go take care of some stuff that weekend, that he took it upon himself to just have a crazy reaction to it, and he, yes, he's like his mom in a way where we, instead of thinking things through and be rational about it and realistic, we, we see the, the information in front of us, and we react first and then think later, like, oh, fuck. Maybe I should just not have done that, you know? So he went to Walmart, got hello boxes, duct tape, whatever. He packed all her shit up because she moved in with us, his new girlfriend. And so that day, we told him, you know, don't go nowhere. Just stay home. Just, you know, whatever. And he's like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just be packing her shit. And then all of a sudden he comes out of the room and he's like, oh, I'm going to go spend night at my friend's house. Or just like, wait, what? Because, yeah, I just, I just need to get out of the room. Like, you know, this and that. And I'm like, okay, fine. And, you know, like, he's never really, like, well, I mean, he's never hit anything from us or anything. Because we're really, like, blunt with our kids, you know, and just open with them. Well, he lied to us. He told us he was going to a friend's house, a guy friend. You know, just go have guy time, just like chill out, just talk about the shit that happened, and you know, just find that friend, you know, just to give him that advice and be like, bro, you know, like, don't don't sweat it or whatever. Well, no, he didn't do that. Dumbass kid went to his ex's house and had unprotected sex with her. Um, so then. I didn't know about it until, when was it, um, I think a week later or something like that, um, his ex calls me and she's like, you need to come over, we need to talk, because we still had a communication open line between her and I because of the fact that, you know, she was on my phone, but I needed to be communication with her, and then so then I go there and then she's like, we, I, you know, we sat down in front of her, um, because she has, like, this little, like, thing where her apartment is very on the first floor. And then above it, um, above her window is, like, kind of like a um, like a patio for the na- neighbor up. So, it goes in. It looks like if you're sitting under the stairs kind of scenario. Um, and she had, like, some chairs right there. So, I mean, her was sitting there. Like, she was across from me. And she was telling me, you know, just, like, literally pouring her heart out. Her heart out saying that. How her and my sons hooked up, and I was like, "Wait, what?" She said, "Yeah, I mean, him had hooked up and this and that." And I was like, "Uh, when was this?" Oh, I was pissed. I was boiling. And then, and then to find out that he ended up smashing an old friend of hers, that was hella shady, and everything. And she got a recording of my son saying, "Oh, um, I don't care if you guys are were friends or whatever." And and like I don't know, I don't know, cause I never heard the recording. I think it was a setup, but to each their own. But he yeah, he has smashed her, literally a week after he dumped this girl, his ex, you know. And um, so yeah, so then that happened, and then he was um, she was to talk to me about it, and, and at that time, like I was just like you know having girl talk with her. I was like you know what like, my son did a stupid mistake, like, that's not okay, and I'm not here to defend him, you know, I'm not here as 
just try and be his mom. I'm here as, you know, giving you advice. And I think you have a lot of potential. Like, I was just giving her, like, really good advice, telling her, you know, she needs she needs to pretty much, like, um, stamp on her own two feet and figure out her own shit and be independent and and just learn how to get through life on her own and, you know, whatever. And she was just like, yeah, I know, I know. I, um... I I need to do that, and I was like, "Yeah, you do," and um, and so she honestly she, she was like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna take your advice, whatever." So then we left it as that, and she was like, "Cause she wanted to come to my house, comfort this girl, everything, like comfort my son's girlfriend, tell her like, oh, you know, the weekend you were gone, I smashed him, and I was like, uh, pause that shit because you're not coming to my house like that, like." No. So, yeah, so then, um, after talking to her and stuff, I came, I came home, I told my son, we have a lot to talk about, like, a lot, you know, and, um, and he was like, wait, what, and then I was like, yeah, because he didn't know, like, um, only my husband knew Sorry, I'm getting my, my protein. Well, not protein, but it is a protein shake from Atkins, but it helps with my blood sugar. So it is really good. It's called the Creamy Cinnamon um, Swirl. So good. Anywho, um, yeah, so she was like, I told him, you first of all, you ain't showing up to my house any kind of fucking way. And, um, second, like, you bring drama to my door, like, you're, you're not gonna like what the end result is, you know? And, um, and she was like, but this is fucked up. I'm like, I get it. I understand. Like, I would be angry. I'd be petty. But, um, not at my front door and you're not. So then, yeah, so, okay, so then she ends up, um, like, you know, nothing, like, whatever. So then I yelled at my son. I was like, you're so stupid. Like, you shouldn't have done that. Blah, blah, blah. And then, I think like a month later, she calls, she messages me. Um, no, she calls me. She's like, um, we need to talk. And I was like, wait, what? And I was like, what's up? I was like, because I can't go anywhere. I go, what's up? I go, because I'm not feeling good. And then she's like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, wait, what? And then she's like, yeah, I think I'm pregnant because I haven't been feeling good. And supposedly it was like a few, a few weeks or whatever. And I was like, what the actual hell, you know, like, wait, what? And, um, and yeah, and I, like, I was so dumbfounded. I was just like, wait, like, what do you mean you're pregnant? Like, my son, you know, better have his protection, like wait are you sure and she's like she's like i don't know i'm gonna go take a test now she sends me pictures of a pregnancy test but it wasn't her fingers in the way it was just like a pregnancy test and i'm just like hmm i'm like okay so have you gone to doctors are you going to doctors she's like well i already scheduled an appointment i'm like okay good but we didn't catch my attention was how late it was already so she played on that that I didn't catch that part because I was like tired from work and I had shit going on and so then 
yeah, so then she went ahead and um and played played it, you know. And um she had us like that for like almost a month and a half. And and when I started asking her questions like in throughout that month, like, okay, so we're gonna have to sit down and get an order's letter because there's so many certain rules that there's gonna be certain regulations. You are having our grandchild, like you know, if it is if it is my son, we need to have the training test first. We need to, you know, establish making sure he's a father. And guys, if you guys ever looked into getting a training test while the mom's pregnant, all it is is them getting a blood sample from her and swabbing your cheek. And they, um, what they do is that blood sample that they get out of the mom, they separate the x and y's or whatever it is of the blood cells and um of the dna or whatever and they're able to determine which ones are from the baby and which ones are from her but you the only catch is that you have to wait till she's like at least um over nine weeks pregnant i think it is so when the hormones and like the um the actual um h um I think it's HTC or something like that, um, or F, I don't know, I forgot what the, the initials for it, but when, when, the, um, the baby's DNA is more potent inside the mom's body, um, that's when it's better, so it's like, almost like, coming out of the first trimester into the second trimester is where they will do that, and I never knew that, and <laughs> so, it's been a learning experience, to say the least, um, I did my research. You guys know I'm really a researchy person. And my best friend, Ray, like me and her, we take care of each other's bullshit. You know, like she'll be telling me all this shit and then I'll find resources for her shit going on and vice versa. So I told her everything. She was like, find out like, you, oh, wait, you know, you could go ahead and do like um DNA test now and this and that and then like I started doing my research and so I called a clinic not not that far away from us that offered this kind of service <laughs> you have to be rich okay let's just say that um it's 15 it's from $1,200 to about almost $2,000 to get get it done and that's the least invasive one. The more invasive one is actually them putting a needle in the baby in the mom's belly button and actually extracting the blood from um with the baby like from the baby's um itself. Like, you know, her the bag and, you know, everything. The placenta bag. Um, because that's mostly all the baby's blood right there. That's the more invasive one, but there's a lot of risk to that, and we're just like, no, like, if this is our grandchild, we're not trying to put our grandchild at risk, you know? And then, okay, so, that was one obstacle, and there was one freaking flag that we're just like, okay, you know, like, she doesn't have a stable environment for this child. She's bipolar, which I'm saying, I'm not saying that people who have bipolar um, disorder is unfit parents i'm not saying that at all but i'm just gonna tell you guys what she has she has bipolar she's depressed she has high anxiety she has really bad severe depression guys um she's suicidal because before she told me that she was pregnant 
a few days before that, she um, wanted to offer herself or she tried offering herself. And I don't put it past her only because she does have a really deep scar on her wrist um, of her cutting over herself and trying, you know, offering herself. And so, and you guys know the history with that with me. Like, my brother, you know, did that to himself and succeeded. And, and my husband's um, cousin did that same thing and, and succeeded. And, you know, so it hits really close to home, guys. So when people tell me that they're suicidal or they, they're experienced with suicide or, you know, or anything like that, like, I really relate to them because of the fact that I had my own dark thoughts and I went through my own dark shit and you know and and to know like how bad it you had to be to really like start tempting with fate is is scary and it's sad at the same time. But anyway, um so I really took it serious. My husband took it very serious. We're just like, oh my god, we gotta be there more for her, you know? And um and so then we're just like, you know, we have to have plan to sit down and this and that. And she kept on stalling to sit down. And I'm just like, why are you stalling it? It's better now than before, you know, until it gets too late. Because supposedly she was like seven, no, she was supposedly um, four and a half weeks or five and a half weeks when she told us. And I was just like, that doesn't make sense. Like, you should be further along if this is my son's, you know, because it wasn't just like three weeks ago. Because by the time she contacted us again, you know, saying that she's praying my son. It was like over nine weeks, I think it was. And my friend was like, no, Marcy. She's like, this doesn't sound right. And I'm like, me? Like, you know, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, it doesn't sound right. Why would, you know, so then, yeah. So I started pressuring her about, you know, we're going to have to get this DNA test done, this and that. And and I was like, you know what? We, we can't honestly all afford that, so... Let's wait till the baby's born, get the chick swab, you know, go down to that clinic and actually wait for the baby to be, um, you know, to go get this done. And that's what it was going to cost my son $250 to get it certified uh, DNA test. And that's what him getting his chick swab, the baby, chick swabbed and find out, you know, within like. Um, we would have to wait for a week for the results to come back to see if it's his. So it was like a Maury episode. Like, Maury, look. Look at the nose, Maury. <laughs> You're like Maury saying, um, of so-and-so's baby, you know, or so-and-so, you are not the father. <laughs> so, yeah, we, I had a lot of fun teasing my son about that one. Mm. But, you know, and so... Yeah, um, we went ahead and um, and I was I started pressuring her. I was like, you know, you're going to the doctor's office. You're going to the doctor's appointment soon. When is your next appointment? So we could get you know we could be there. If um, my son can't make it because he was working during the days, I was like, my husband will go with you, or I'll try going with you. And she's like, oh okay, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like she would be MIA. And then she wouldn't contact me, and I wasn't, like, really up her ass, you know, like, okay, is an appointment today or what, you know, because she was fairly still, um, you know, supposedly really early in her pregnancy, so I was just like, they don't do a lot of visits, they do maybe once a month until you start hanging your second trimester, or unless the doctor feels like whatever um, past history you have that 
you're high risk. You don't want to know how they come in like once every week, you know? And because only do that like when you're high risk or if you're in your third trimester, they'll have you come in every week to make sure like the baby's fine, not under stress and or if you're dilating, you know? So, yeah, so that happened. And she was just like, oh, you know, like, like I said, she went MIA. And then she would be like, she contacted me, like, after supposedly she had doctor's appointment. Oh, yeah, we just got a doctor's appointment. They said baby's fine. And, I, oh, my God, my baby's now, like, the size of a grape or whatever she was saying. You know, like, they, they have it on those apps. And I was like, okay, great. I go, didn't they do a photo? Because they always do photos when you go. And she was like, no, they didn't want to give me one because, like, they um they were having problems with their machine. I was like, hmm, okay. So that was the biggest flag, like saying like, "Hello, something's wrong," and then I, I had to sit down with my son, my husband. And I was like, something seems really fucking fishy to me. Like there's something fucking going on, and then they're like, "Yeah, we know," and then like, we left that as is, and then, um, we let it play out, and, um, you know, and then all of a sudden I was at work, ten hour shift, guys. And she's like, we really got to talk because she, she had left out of town, out of um, out of the state for like a week and a half. And then she tried hitting me up saying how she was stranded and this and that. And I'm like, okay, well, hopefully you get your way back, you know. And then, and then she tried playing that card. Oh, I don't make for rent. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that sucks to be you, but you got to figure out your shit. And then, um, but when she said she was trying out, out in another town here in Oregon, um, she was more like, oh, you know, I don't, you know, I'm stranded. My, my driver left me out here. It just story didn't make sense at all. But supposedly she was stranded, so she had to take the bus, the Greyhound bus all the way back here. But she, um... Yeah, so she went ahead and, and did all that, played us. Um, so we ended up sitting down, having to sit down with her, two hours sit down. And she confessed to me, my son, my husband, that she's not mentally stable to even raise a child. And that we would be mostly the ones raising it. And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I, if it's my grandchild, if it's from my bloodline, yes, of course. Yeah, so I told her. I was like, once we do a DNA test and comes out that it's my son's, like, best belief. I even, I went as far as researching the best fucking, um, scenario of how to, um, like, um, like, how to have a good sleeping schedule for, for uh, parenting a newborn. And I wrote it out and everything, and I explained it how it works to her and my son, and it was full damn detail. The notary, the the paperwork, the notarized agreement we were supposed to have between us all outlined um, holidays, outlined from the baby coming home from from the hospital, outlined what my son wanted as as a father um role 
outlined what we wanted as grandparents or first time being grandparents, what we're willing to help her with. Um, I outlined everything. Oh, I heard that her so sleeping next, like, like voice next to me, like snoring, and it was my husband's voice echoing. Everyone's still sleeping. It's going to be 8 o'clock soon, and everybody's still asleep, which is nice. But, yeah, and so, <clears throat> so she, she went and played us like that, and um, two days later, somebody just told me to check my messages on Messenger, and I did, and I got an anonymous tip saying, hey, you know, Dee's, like, lying, she's pretending she's pregnant, um, you need to get a hold of me, I'm just trying to help and I was just like, wait, what? Like, you know, like, I was, I was pissed. Oh, my God. I was so mad. I wanted to confront her. But then, like, I was like, you know what? The petty girl side of me, I was like, hmm. Let's let her play this shit out. Let's let her see how far she's willing to go. So, we did. We allowed, we allowed her to play it out. And then, like, um, afterwards, I was like... I think, how long was it? It was, mm, like, almost, like, two weeks. Almost three weeks. Later, because supposedly she was supposed to be, like, um, like, nine weeks, okay? Yeah, this girl thinks that we don't know how to count. Um, nine or ten weeks. Um, she called, like, I called her about something. And I was, like... We're talking, and then she was telling me that, um, that she wants, she, she's gone through all the, like, the pros and cons about shit, and that she wants to just end up having an abortion because she can't raise a baby, and I was just like, well, that's, you know, I was kind of relieved in a way, because I don't believe in abortions, but with her, I was really relieved, because I was just like, what if she ends up when, one day hurting the baby, because she really isn't stable mentally, you know, and everything, and, um, yeah, and, no, so, she was like, yeah, I'm gonna go get an abortion, I'm like, okay, and she's like, yeah, online, you just put the request for it, and then, the, there's a nurse that contacts you, and this and that, like, just some bullshit, so I was like, okay, and it wasn't that late that I was talking to her, it was, like, late evening, that you know, like, a lot of do- doctor's offices would be closed, and, yeah, so then, she went ahead and said all that and did that, and then, um, and then she tells me, oh, well, I, um, I just looked it up and I found out that there's no openings here in town. I, like, she had to go to a three and a half hour town away to go get this abortion. And I was like, okay. So I was like thinking, I'm like, fuck, she didn't ask how much, you know, like, how financially for help, you know, because no matter what, abortions do cost. And, um, and then I was like, okay, go, well... Are they going to charge anything? She's like, no, it's totally for free. This and that. It's a clinic. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, that doesn't make sense. But I didn't say anything. I didn't push anything. Because I was just, at that point, we really knew. Because we already had the heads up that she was lying. So I was like, all right, I'm going to see how far she goes without, like, breaking or confessing. <laughs> she called my son that day that she supposedly she had an abortion. She texted me, wish me luck. And I'm like, oh, I was at work. One, two, I was like, wish you luck on what? The fake child you're going to go aboard? Like, get the fuck out of here, you know? And, um, 
anyways, she um, went ahead and, you know, um, called my son right after the procedure was done, um, that he was a free man, and she hung up. And I was pissed. I was like, what the fuck? Like, she's the one. Like, if she was pregnant, she was the one who made that decision. Nobody else but her. So we left it as is. And then um, nobody had contacted her until recently. I actually talked to her a couple of days ago about her phone. And because I needed to know whether she was going to pay it or give it back. Because she was trying to transfer the line over. And, um, and then I just let her have it, guys. I was just fucking annoyed. I was pissed at the fact that she never confessed. It was a lie. Um, nothing. And so I was like, how dare you, you know, call my son and act like that and this and that. And she was just like, oh, shit, Marcy's mad, you know. So then she never confessed. It was fake. She just, you know, and then and I was like, so who's this person trying to reach out to me? And she's like, oh, that's the guy that wants to be my kid's baby daddy. Don't listen to him. Like, don't talk to him and this and that. But I didn't. I never had reached out to him. And then all of a sudden, like, yesterday, dealing with the family emergency, um, I texted her because he had texted me back finally on my cell phone because I had, I texted him a while back. And I was like, hey, can you just, like, text me on my phone? Because the fact that we're not friends on Facebook, um, and I knew it was a fake account, I was like, um, there's no way for me to really get notification if you text me, if you email me back, you know, or like message me back. And he's like, and no response. And I tried calling him a few times, but nothing. Well, <laughs> it turns out that this guy had more information than what I thought. Um, I spoke to him yesterday after I got home from our, you know, being in the hospital with our little one. And then there's like, I tell you guys, but anyways, um. He confirmed that it was all bullshit, which I told him that we knew. And um, and he also told me that she just pretty much prostitutes herself um, to have money. And I was like, wait a minute, if she, she does that, then why the fuck is she not paying her rent? Because she was almost evicted. But because the, the girl that was in the management position um, was was coming at her a very unprofessional she bought herself some whole new time to get the money and um and yeah so the landlord's giving her a second chance and so she stayed in town because she was supposed to move out of town but now she's staying in town and shit it's whatever you know um and I was like, wait, what? And so I told my son, I don't give a fuck what you say. You go get an STD check because now that I found out that she's actually prostituting herself. And on top of it all, what pisses me off more is the fact that the, when she tried calling my son and telling him, oh, yeah, you're going to be picky daddy and this and that. Um, there was two other guys she had conned into giving her money. And making them believe that they were going to be dads and all this other bullshit. And they were giving her money financially to support her financially. So, and that's what he said. Her MO is like, like telling guys, oh, well, I'll do this kind, you know, this and that for you. If you give me money, you know, or like, I need money. Or she just, I don't know. She just saw that story and that's how they get, you know, she gets paid. Well, that's how she had called this guy. And he, he was coming back full for revenge on her ass. And I almost like, okay, I get what you're doing, which is, you know, thank you and admirable that you're trying to, like, you know, save myself from being an idiot. But, you know, obviously, he still fell in that trap, being an idiot. But, um, 
you know, thank you. And then he, he was just like, yeah, he was like, you know, I was originally living out in California. She told me she was stranded out here when he went to go visit family in another state that he's actually from. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, okay. And he was like a really young guy, like, you know, and he was like, yeah, I was like, I work two jobs, you know, like, if she was sincerely needing to, you know, get on her feet or whatever, he's like, I would literally be there for her. And I'm like, what? Like, she's so stupid, you know, because there's some genuine ass good guys out there. And, and he sounded really genuine. And I was just like, wow. I'm like, okay. But... Again, I don't know him from a hole in the wall, but, like, just talking to him for, like, maybe, like, 15 minutes it was because I just wanted to know the information I need to know. Um, I was pissed. I learned that she is prostituting herself. Um, he didn't want to say why he was talking to her because it wasn't, like, a relationship talking, you know? So I think she had promised him to meet up and do things with him. Why she gave him, why he gave her the money besides him wanting to help out. Um... So, yeah, so then that happened. I got pissed off. And then he told me, oh, yeah, I'm just trying to respect your son's wishes. Because at the time when I was in the hospital dealing with our family situation, um, at forward, I had this a screenshot and I sent it to her. And I had his number on her and I was like, you need to tell this person to stop trying to contact me, this and that. Not realizing that, you know, this guy was actually trying to help out, you know, and, um, like I said, sometimes I react before I even do anything, you know, and because she had changed her number, she got a new phone, he didn't have no way of contacting her to get his money back from her, because she, as soon as he gave her the money, she blocked him on everything, and so, okay, so then, um, he was like, yeah, he goes, um, she was like, oh, so she pretended she was my son. And she was like, you know, my, my family's going through a lot right now. We're going through an emergency. I wish, uh, I just want you not to be bothering my mom and this and that. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to respect your son's wishes. But then when my son got home with his girlfriend, I asked him. I was like, you contacted him? He goes, wait, what? And I was like, he said he, you contacted him. He goes, mom, I don't even know his any social media outlet. How would I contact this random person? We didn't even know who he is. Like, I don't even know his name. Like, what? And I was like, this motherfucker. So then I texted him back. I was like, um, no. Like, after our phone conversation, I messaged him back. And I was like, that wasn't my son. That was her. He goes, are you serious right now? He's like, are you for real? And I was like, yep. And he goes, how did she get my number? And I was like, okay, see, what happened was, and I told him, I confessed. I told him. And he was just like, oh, shit. He's like, all right. So thank you for giving me the heads up. I'm going to just block her number. He's like, I want nothing to do with her. I was like, yeah, I just blocked her on all my social media platforms. There's the only way she could get hold of me now. But, you know, she's, she has my number still. So, but, yeah, I, I don't want anything to do with her. We're done. So that's the story of my son being an idiot and almost being a baby daddy, which was to a, a fake baby. <laughs> so you guys all have a blessed day. And I'll come back with another story later on today, but I really need to go take a nap. Alright, bye.